Welcome to Cancelled. We're here live at the Permanent Record Studios. Back again, Jasmine Ellis here to talk Wonderfalls. How's it going, Jasmine? I'm good. How are you, Chris? I'm uh, I'm still sleepy. I had a, I've been trying to like wake up early to work out, but I've also been waking up early to go into work and do like overtime. So I've been like getting up at like five thirty in the morning and like doing yoga and shit and now like I, it's been like a week and I am just dumb. I'm like my body's like nah dude this isn't you don't old. seem like a 530 person not I'm no. definitely not but I've been trying I had a I woke up this morning I had a set schedule it was like 8 o'clock Wonderfalls take right. notes yeah 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 and then it was like 10 o'clock Disney's Magical Dreamers on fast don't know. laugh. It's no, so dumb. I, no, we can talk. It's I, so I don't dumb. know what it is. It's okay. So, like, to advertise Disney World, Disney uh, came out with like an infomercial that they try to tell you as a TV show okay. about couples getting married at Disney World. Uh, and I watch it every week. This okay. week, it was the season finale, and they just like hit us with a double whammy of like intentionally emotional stuff. It sure. was uh, a Please. gay couple mm-hmm. and a woman who survived cancer. Um, <laughs> And all three of them got married to each other? It was like a weird poly thing? No. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, and then Olivia Newton-John popped up and sang a song and talked about her cancer foundation and how she went through cancer. Well, good. And it was just like a good emotional cleanse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been kind of on edge emotionally since these episodes. So today's been like a... who I'm a little... Uh... I almost tight. got ahead of it. I'm a little tight on these episodes. Yes. Um, we'll get... Let's just... Okay, fuck it. Let's get into it. Episode nine, Safety Canary. Okay. Um, they really, I, I, it's like somebody, it felt to me like there was a different writer in charge of this episode. For sure. And was just like, oh, I found this bird analogy and I'm going to fucking run it into the ground <laughs> as deep as I possibly can. <laughs> it was so ham fisted with their like, we, I get it. I get it. There and like they couldn't let this like just the analogy play out. They have to have someone go. Well, you know that's like you. Like it's like we, I got. It. I understand. I understand. I think that's a fatal flaw with the whole show. Is every time something makes you feel smart, mm. someone in the show like spells it out for you to make you feel mm-hmm. dumb as shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, they've they're on their first date, Eric and Jay, at the zoo. Um, what do you think of zoos? Oh my god! So here's my things. I don't genuinely care about animals. Oh, okay. Because um, like, I just like a Ooh, flat that's a out hot take. Well, I just, <laughs> I just, I'm gonna be honest because it's incon. Like, okay, I think it'd be more inconsistent of me to be like, I love animals. Uh, I do eat meat sure. and I do wear leather. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I like it'd be inconsistent. Sure. So like, I do. I don't like hate animals, but like zoos to me, I don't really like feel bad about them. Okay. But the last time I went to a zoo, my vegan best friend like called me and just like was like I just can't believe you would go to a zoo and I was like my cousin had a season pass and that's what her (laughs) little boys wanted to do right 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 I'm real zoo neutral I'm torn on zoos because on one hand like I want to see the monkeys swing on shit that's cute and like they got cute animals but then on the other hand like I know jail when I see it, and this is definitely just the animal jail. No matter how nicely you want to say it, it is definitely just animal prison. See, the circus is where. Is oh, the circus is horrible. The circus is yeah, because that's not at least with the with the zoo. They just like 
oh, go be an animal, but you have to be an animal like in this combined in this like confined space. The circus is like, oh, stop being an animal and be like a fucking magician. You know what I mean? Like you have to like side note, learn how to dance on a ball or some shit. Side note, I have been to the Universal Circus three times in my life. For Chris's very white listeners, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Universal Circus oh, yeah. is a black circus. Mm-hmm. So, like, as a kid, I was like, that's so cool. There should be black people at the circus. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, shit, we're doing, like, equal opportunity, terrible shit. <laughs> yeah, Last yeah. time I went, um, Cole from Martin was... was <laughs> your eyes. Cole from Martin was the... Uh, what, the, the ringmaster or the whatever? Ringmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm was, just happy he's working, honestly. That just made me very excited. It's about to get worse. Oh, uh, boy. He was charging $30 for a photo and an autograph. And to keep people from taking his photo, mm. they put him in like a little tent. With yeah, like a, yeah, 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 yeah. It was so oh. sad. And he was like ringleading with like two little people. And they were like called the Midget Brothers. And it was like brothers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that in this fucking <laughs> episode, by the way. We'll get that's a tie in because that shit comes up, too. Um, not midgets. Not, but the brothers part. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that's that's a bummer. But also, I feel like I would. I would. Uh, how do you? <laughs> I don't. I, circuses are terrible, but I feel like if you just you could just do a circus without the animals, right? Yeah, and then that's fine. Then it's just people doing tricks and shit. That's how that Hugh Jackman movie like was like great. You never saw an animal the whole uh, movie. Okay, well they're smart because they that was not how that fucking circus was. Oh, yeah. in real life, that circus was the horrible. Barnum and they made it into this whole like pride thing. Like look at all these people who are different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so we're, they're at the zoo. There's a weird lady who's uh, way too into these birds. Mm-hmm. Then there's a weird guy who is way too into this lady. And I was like, okay, that's going to be – she's going to have to – match. this show is kind of falling into just matchmaking. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is the story. Is gonna, she's going to matchmake for them. Not necessarily the case. Um, there's also a weird moment in the opening because, like, there's a little bit of a montage where they get to the zoo. They're, like, getting ready or whatever. Eric clips his toenails standing up. That is a weird who, like he stands up, he puts his foot up on like a yeah, on like a end table or whatever, and like who does that? It just I was like, you're not a person. Like <laughs> whoever told you to do that doesn't know how that's done. It's just a weird. Yes, I decided it was the more flattering angle. For I him guess to... there's a couple moments in these episodes where they have a shot of him that they're trying to make him look like. Oh yeah. There's one where like after in the next episode where she's broken up with him or whatever, and they cut back to the bar and he's like. Laying in a like a day bed, just reading a book in like a tank top with like just the right amount of light on him, and I was like, "All right." Oh, and they always shoot it. him from below to make him look bigger and taller. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because he's not. He's he's, a, he's very frail. <laughs> also, I've lost all respect for him as a man. But we'll get to that. That's the next episode. <laughs> hey, remember last episode when I was talking about like would I fuck Eric? Yeah. We're we're back at a zero. zero. We're at we're hard at zero. Hard zero. Uh huh. So the the uh, the canary is on like a sign, and it tells her to take a take a picture, take a picture. It's and exactly it, the same font as the cop, by the way. Like they have one artist on oh, staff for certain. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, all of this shit looks very similar. Yeah. Um, so she takes she like snaps a picture with somebody's camera, and fucking bird freaks out and attacks her. And I was like, good, finally, some goddamn repercussions for your shitty actions. This these two episodes have me. <laughs> So mad at her on a mo. On, this episode particularly, I was just furious at her. I actually started to really feel for her. Oh boy. I started to really care about Jay. I also care about Jay. However, 
she's that friend you have who you feel bad for her because I think you know inside like they're a, they're a good person, mm-hmm. but all of their problems are a result of their own dumb actions. True. And like you're like, oh, I feel bad for you, but you got to knock this shit off. And like that's how I feel about Jay, whereas she doesn't. The outside world isn't fucking like like conspiring against her. There's no big thing she has to struggle to overcome other than her own fucking shitty. Like actually, and yeah, some of it's her insecurity or whatever. But like, and the voices that talk to her and tell her to do things. You know? Yes, but <laughs> but what I will say to that end is, don't. You could just not do that. And also, some of the biggest issues that she has are not the voices telling her to do things. We'll jump into this episode. Basically, this whole story of this episode is mm-hmm. she's going to have this first date with Jay. It's going great. But then she realizes she's this man-eater and fucking Mahandra tells her she's a man-eater and the sister does too. And now she's she makes it up in her head to be like, oh, I have to protect this poor, frail little Eric and I can't let him make his own decisions for himself because he's a fucking adult. I have to be the one to push him away for his own good. Right? Yeah. Um, and all that shit doesn't the bur the voices don't have anything to do with any of that, right? The voices tell her to fucking fuck with these birds. I don't know. And like, ugh, there's a moment that makes me very angry. Please go. Keep Please, going. Th- no, uh, no. So one of the first scenes where she's basically becomes aware of the fact that she is a like a man eater right. is the word that's used twice for her. Yeah, yeah. Her sister goes, "Oh no, leave this one alone." Do you know how many of your boyfriends I had to console? Right. But what's funny? Did you catch that part where Jay goes, "Yeah, you really are a man hater" to her sister, and her sister's never implied that she's a man hater. No. That was just like her shitty way of calling her a lesbian. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. They have so many issues with the way they discuss um, the sisters' homosexual. Yeah, uh, Mahandra is being really protective of Eric, which I—it's weird. It's—it's it, they keep inventing this backstory between Mahandra and Jay because at the beginning they don't really seem like real friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and now the, all of a sudden, they're like you're, we're like brothers. Yeah, like by the end of the episode, like we're supposed to believe Mahandra and Jay are like the closest of friends, right? Which is just like it uh, seems weird. Yeah, it seems forced. It seems out of nowhere. Yeah, I am. Um, I love the phrase "discarded boyfriends." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also a moment in the in the. So she gets the the bird lady gets in trouble at her zoo job and they for, they put her on uh, elephant shit detail. <laughs> she appears to just be shoveling a pile of shit onto a second pile of shit. I don't know if you watched the job, but there's a giant pile of elephant shit and she's just moving it slightly to the right. Like there's no <laughs> I don't know what that job is. But she says at one point to Jay, this is why I get annoyed at Jay cuz she doesn't take any responsibility for anything. Mm-hmm. And I, and these voices are just an excuse for her to continue not to do that. So at one point the lady says there was no flash photography in the bird sanctuary. I said it three times. And Jay goes, I'm sorry? Like, in the shittiest possible way? No, you should genuinely be sorry. You should not have done that, and you cost this woman her job. Like, ah, she makes me so furious. Um, but the bird, she, for whatever reason, now they tell, the voices tell her to go help her get these birds because the, they're, they're, ra- they're rare birds that haven't, like, they need to mate, and it's, Blue macaws, which are actually the same birds from the movie Rio, which is like a real bird that's going extinct and okay. needs to mate. So. Well, that's good to know. Weird that I know I watch a lot of children's movies. Apparently. <laughs> um, so they're going to – they break back in to steal these birds so that they can take them somewhere to mate because only this woman is going to do – what that, needs to be done to let them mate? I don't. It, that it seems makes weird. no sense that like she like she needed 
these birds somehow could never fuck without a human telling them to. It's so that- weird. And, like, I get the idea that, like, they need to be in a certain environment. They bring up, like, oh, we have to mimic their natural environments. We have to raise the heat or whatever. Like, that all makes sense to me. But why wouldn't the zoo just be doing that? Why are you the only one? You know what I mean? It just seems super forced. Super weird inconsistency there. Uh, um the other storyline happening here is the sister and the uh, girlfriend are mm-hmm. fighting, breaking up over peanut butter. It's very weird. No, I love that. Okay, I love that. There was a couple. There was a that was one of the good parts of writing for this this show. Which okay. usually is so ham fisted, which yeah. is I never used that phrase before I met you. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually it's usually very ham fisted. This was charcuterie. This was <laughs> a thin prosciutto. Yeah, yeah, on a melon. Yeah, it was okay. nice. I liked it. So here's what it was: is like. Um, if you remember the 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 girlfriend of the sister, we're not giving these people names. The girlfriend of the sister used to be married to the, the UPS, UPS guy right. who's allergic to peanuts. Right. So she's like, so all this time you've never had peanut butter in your house. Mm. They've been divorced or for separated for several weeks, months, and she hasn't purchased any peanut butter. So it's like you're still doing things like you think you're with your ex. Right. And so she's like, which kind would you prefer, peanut smooth or creamy? And it's really just an illusion because yeah, do you want a dick or do you not want a dick? That's all it is. Jay's and- sister cannot handle the fact that she's bisexual right and it's like well maybe obviously there's no point in having smooth because smooth will never be able to <laughs> provide your crunchy needs i thought it was hilarious uh yes jay's sister cannot handle the girlfriend being bisexual but that is just a larger example of this show having no idea how to write homosexuality agreed that's um, true yeah uh, but the other issue i have with that scene is the yes she's doing things like she doesn't have peanut butter in her house because the boyfriend but or the husband. But she also says repeatedly, I don't like peanut butter. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just that she kept it out of the house. It wasn't like she has established, oh, I love peanut butter, but I uh-huh. never had it in the house because the boyfriend was uh, – because my husband was allergic, so I just never had it in the house. But, I, oh, I love peanut butter. Oh, that's because – just- a man wrote this, and this is how <laughs> this, men think. They're like, you know how women think everything is something that it isn't. Right, right, right. When right, it's like, right. no, everything is what it is, and y'all asses don't fucking listen. <laughs> so you gotta think we're over here speaking to you in code. Right, 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 right. <laughs> you know how women aren't clear, and you're like clearly telling them to go fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because yeah. a man wrote this. We can both agree on. I'll, that. I'll give you that for sure. <laughs> uh, so. This episode was very frantic. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, jumping back and forth um, between Jay and the boyfriend or Jay and the bird lady or the sister or the whatever. They break back into the zoo. They almost get caught, but creepy zoo guy. By the way, creepy zoo guy is, like, creepy. Yeah. But they don't – they play – they write him creepy, but then also – he's just fine. You know what I mean? Like, so he shows up at Jay's job because – he she to tell her that the bird you got the bird lady in trouble or whatever. Why is it so easy to find Jay? Have you ever wondered about that? The small town, I don't it, know. Like you're just like people. Whenever they need to find her, they just go to the trailer park and they yeah, can find yeah, yeah, yeah. her trailer. They find her trailer pretty easy. And also, I will say this: they find her places where she doesn't belong. In this episode, they just find them in the woods. <laughs> like they're in the woods looking for the birds, and then the guy from the zoo and the creepy guy from the zoo both just show up there. That doesn't make any sense. Weird. You know what I mean? They're like deep in the. They're not even like. It's not her house or the parents' house. Somewhere there would be a link. They're just outside. That was definitely a do it, Machina. Just a, a machine. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, this yeah. makes Whatever. sense. We need to get them there. This is fine. Yeah. Uh, they show up and just go. There you are. Like they've been looking. It doesn't make any sense. Um, 
there's a weird moment too where there, where Jay is like hemming and hawing about Eric and she pictures and Mahandra's like telling her, oh, you're a man eater. You can't hurt him like this. If you're going to do it, get it over with, blah, blah, blah. And she has this like daydream of his heart exploding out of his chest and like landing in his hands. And like, fine. It just felt really out of place. I don't know why. This show is quirky and weird like that. But for some reason, that moment just it landed very flat. You know, this non thing about this episode reminds me of Scrubs. I can see that for sure. A lot of those weird daydream cutaways. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you if I like cared enough to do the research, somebody who worked on Scrubs like wrote this spec script. Because like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the heart jumping out of the thing that's not consistent with any of her other behaviors. Right. There's also weird. They're just there. There are lines in this episode that just I don't know who wrote them. They don't make sense. At one point, the bird lady says, "Oh, if we vent the dryer back into the room, it'll raise the temperature for the birds because we need to simulate their temperature." And then Jay goes, "Oh, and kill everybody in the uh, the apartment building with with hot air? What are you talking about? Like the vent dry uh, dryer just vents hot air outside. Yeah. So if you turn it back in, you're just gonna. It doesn't make any sense. And like somebody." should have caught that. Like, that is a a poorly written line that should have been caught somewhere. I, it, this episode feels like the, maybe they knew there were, it was coming to an end and there's, like, less care in it. I don't know. It just yeah. felt, it felt sloppy. In a, but also, I was... I've been bitching for them to get to it with the Eric and Jay, mm-hmm. and they're getting to it with Eric and Jay, and I'm okay with that, and I actually genuinely like that a lot. But then Jay makes me so angry. So she's trying to put she's trying to distance herself. And Jay and Eric even says at one point, like, you say you're trying to protect me, but you're just scared and you're protecting yourself and I'm sick of it. Which I was like, good, stand up for yourself. Yeah. But at one point, she's like, if the birds fuck, then me and Jay are gonna have to fuck. Right? Yeah. Right. So cause she has to stop the birds from fucking as some way of keeping Jay at a distance, so she runs into the room and opens the window. You're calling Eric Jay, by the way. Oh, I am. I'm yeah. saying Jay a bunch of times. That's, Just know. to make it clear for our listeners, yeah. Well, Jay is... Jay is the girl. It's the girl, yes. Eric yes. is the boy. I'm messing this up. For, I'm wilding. You gotta. You can't be waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning. This. I can't be doing can't this. I can't do this. So Jay has to stop the birds from fucking. Yes. Because if the birds fuck... Then there's no reason for her and Eric not to fuck. That's her logic. Because she feels like, because they were on a date and the date got interrupted by them having to take care of the birds. So she's like, oh no. Oh, if we fix that, then we have to go back to the date. If this is too easy, then we're done. And that was so dumb. She opens the window, the birds fly out. Right. Which, bitch, what are you, of course they do. They're birds. What the fuck are you doing? Her logic was like, oh, it's too hot. They need to cool down. It'll cool off. Yeah. 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 No, they're birds. They're going to fly out of the fucking window. So, damn it. Everyone separates to look. And this is one part I enjoyed because they still end up having to walk around together, Eric and Jay. I, uh, real quick, I, uh, they basically have gotten uh, Mahandra and the brother. Everybody's involved in this bird fucking scheme. Including the sister because um, – no, no, no. The well, sister, sister shows later. up. The sister yes. shows up later. But they're all there. And the crazy bird like, – at one point they're all just standing there watching because the birds are going to start fucking – or like they're waiting for the birds to start fucking. And the brother goes, she's smelling me. Just looked out of nowhere. And then we look and crazy bird lady's just like nose deep in his back just smelling him. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I think the male pheromones are putting – are disturbing the bird. So you you got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, and that kind of comes back up into play. I wanted to bring that Which up. Which is the gross foreshadowing. It's super gross foreshadowing for a very gross line, but we'll get to it. <laughs> um, so yes, that's when they go. We, they decide we have to split up. 
Well, she said the bird lady basically says like they can't fly. Well, so this is actually where the sister shows up mm-hmm. because Jay, being the awful cunt that she is, <laughs> sorry, tells the sister that ch- that this woman's babies are missing. And the sister comes in just losing her shit. Comes in hot. She's found a sh- like a, a child's shoe in the gutter, and she's like, it might be a clue. Oh, my God, we're going to find your kids. And then she's like, oh, it's birds. It's not. You know what? That kind of drove me crazy just because I felt like that was a little bit of an exaggeration of the – again, this episode felt like it was written by someone who didn't watch the other episode. Yeah, yeah, Because the sister is a stickler for the law. She would have called the authorities. Not cops immediately. There's a baby missing. What the hell are you talking about? I'm going to come in here looking for clues with shoes. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. No. It made no goddamn sense. And also, Jake, will you grow up? Like – just stop fucking with your sister for five seconds and just tell her what's happening. It's just, because also, like, they don't need the sister. If it was a thing where, like, they like they needed her legal expertise or something and they had to trick her into get coming because she wouldn't come otherwise, but they need a lawyer, that would make sense. But they don't need her to find these fucking birds. And that's the hammy fistiness of this. <laughs> <laughs> where, like, they try to get everyone together so that right. everyone can realize what they need in Real- relationships. Exactly. Uh, this weird bird lady is supposed to... And there's even a part where she, when she gets fired earlier in the episode yeah. where they say it seems like human are the only species you can't seem to get along with. Yeah, 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 so it's yeah, like yeah. she gets what she needs by figuring out how to help other people and right. also helping the birds. Right. And then everyone gets what they need from the weird bird lady who was, I don't think we ever even say her name. So it I don't matter. know that her name is ever said in the I episode. know the bird's names more. Yeah. Lauren, <laughs> the girl's bird is Lauren. Right. And oh, I thought there was a Warren and maybe a Morgan. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Somebody's They said bird names. I know that much. Multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Like I I know I we're still calling the sister the sister. Um <laughs> Sure. Um So they all get together and then they're gonna split up and go look for these birds. But then also, they don't all necessarily go and look for these birds because because uh, Mahandra and the brother are just sort of on a couch. They decide to, you know, the, the classic, we'll stay here and yeah. if they come back. <laughs> if the birds come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody has a cell phone, so who don't know how they're going to get uh, anybody. But what they, because the sister shows up and it's like, oh, those birds, they're actually, I read a thing in National Geographic, they're actually very endangered. And the bird lady goes, you'd be endangered too if you had your wings clipped that could only cover 800 feet an hour or whatever. And that's when the, uh, Eric says, oh, but that means they're close. Let's go fucking look for these birds. Yeah. Um, now, Mahandra and Jay are having a, a little bit of a thing. There's been a couple lick looks previously, but this is the moment where um, that brother is the worst. And whoever wrote this sequence, I hate because – so she's talking about Jay being like this, oh, she's a dude magnet and the trouble, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you've got some magnetism yourself or whatever. And then she says, um, I haven't really been attracting a lot of the brothers in the greater Niagara area. And and- to which he responds. I'm somebody's brother. Ew. <laughs> it's so gross. At that point I wrote. Would I fuck the brother? <laughs> and I was like, I was going to start a timer for myself yeah, like yeah, I did yeah, last yeah, episode. Yeah. And then he goes, they're talking about it. And she's like, <laughs> I'm probably giving it away. But she's like, uh, well, there's no way it could happen. I know you too well. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we probably couldn't even get through kissing without laughing. And he goes, I challenge you to kiss me. Yeah. And I wrote, I challenge you, dash zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad because I that was like the like, predatory, creepy line. Oh, it was so gross. And she says, no. Yeah, and I goes, was like, yeah, yeah. Well, she does. She hums and she doesn't right away. There's like, he kind of leans in and there's a beat. There's like a couple beats before she goes, no. And then he leans back because they do eventually end up. She shows back up. 
at the end, there's this whole montage of everybody sort of getting together. She's uh, the... To which I wrote, Mahandra, no. <laughs> in all caps. I've uh, never rooted less for a black girl to get some. Like, I was like, no. I also, there's got to be somebody else. In, in a very uh, uh, much more minor detail, I wanted, I've been meaning to point out, I very much like Jay's coat. She's been wearing the same coat through the whole show, and it's this like white fur collar, sort of leather, like a like a suedeish jacket. Yeah, yeah. I like her coat very much. Did you see the coat they put Mahandra in when she showed up at no, that? No, she's no, in a baby blue parka. It is the lamest fucking thing I've ever. It's like a child. It might as well have mittens sewn to the sleeves. Oh. And I was like, God damn it! Like. You, just let her be cool. She's supposed to be cool. <laughs> but she shows up at the end of the brother's house. She goes, I accept your challenge. And I was like, Ugh. Oh, yeah. I, that's I, why I said, no, I will say this. Like, I, I, well, I'm I'm interested to see what happens because the sure. first thing I was thinking, I was like, well, at the very least, the brother is going to tell Mahandra this shit is real. Yes. Like the yes, voices. Yes. And, yeah, yeah, he yeah, believes yeah, yeah. it. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's all in for Jay and no one else really buys it yet. Sure. So at least... That's something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I did kind of want in that moment when she showed up, I thought it would have been more interesting if she goes, you know, I accept your challenge. And they kiss and they can't get through it without laughing. The whole thing she sets up is like we know each other too well. We're like brother and sister. Like we won't be able to get through a kiss without laughing. Which is funny because they have not interacted one other time in the series yet. Ridiculous. It's convenient timing. 100%. Sometimes Mahandra and Jay just met at the bar. Yeah. yeah, Sometimes they've known each other since childhood. Like, it's very weird. But, like, I would... Agreed. But I would have thought... Like, that seems to me like a more... Oh, well, then, if you're going to write them to be this brother and sister-like characters, well, then have that be real and have that be a moment of them going, you know what? This was a weird thing. We had a little... But no, this isn't right. Yeah. Uh, We do know each other. Um, but that's gonna play off into the next episode. It's gonna be a whole thing. Um, <laughs> my notes for the next episode. Who boy? Start. I will say one thing I loved is the continuity. Mm. This is yeah, one of the yeah, few yeah, times yeah, that the yeah. two episodes have gone back to. Sometimes yeah, it just felt like moment. Yeah, random reasons for things to talk, and sure. these two like they go right into each other. I agree. Uh, so they're in the woods. They're making out. In the, by the way, I'm also annoyed at them because, like... Jay and Eric. Jay and Eric. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes, yes. You're fine. Uh, pronouns. Uh, Jay and Eric are making out in the woods. Go look for those fucking birds you lost, bitch. You open that window. These are endangered species. That annoyed me. Uh, but fine. You you can't keep your hands off each other. I get it. At which point she's like jumps out of the tree and this is where she tells him like you gotta run away from me earlier in the episode she doesn't say it here but she's like there's danger at the watering hole little gazelle or whatever the fuck she says which is also very all of this like emasculating of Eric is not helping Mm -hmm. because like you don't treat him like he's a man that has fucking it's constantly women making decisions for him yeah but like which is shitty when done in reverse and happens all the time so like I get that that's you know done with female characters and it's just more I don't know, glaring when it's done to a man because you don't see, you're not used to seeing it. He could honestly be a manic pixie dream boy if you wanted. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you wanted to like take the time and kind of because it's like he comes in under these whimsical circumstances. He's broken because of something that happened to him before. Right. Other people get to rescue him. Yeah. We, she, she even says at one point like she's listing his the things she likes about him, and she says like you know he's sweet, but he's not. Uh, crazy, whatever. Like he, she says, and then one of the things she says is he's slightly damaged, which is always a plus. Uh, that is s- such a predator thing to oh, say. That is something Michael Sarah would say yeah, in a yeah. movie. I would hate. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, they 
So she tells him to fucking run away, and he has that moment of like, "You're not doing this for my sake. Stop lying to yourself. You're mm-hmm. you're the scared one, but I will." And he leaves, and he does drive away and leaves her in the woods. Which I was like, "Good, fuck her. Leave her in the woods." Um, there's other people there, and they're it's fine. They'll figure. You can't it out. just leave people in the woods. You definitely Chris. can. No, you can't. That you can when they tell you to leave them. <laughs> you can when they're like, get out, get away from me. You got to drop people off when they break up with you. You can't just, there's rules. I don't know about that. Also, <laughs> we'll get into why I don't think all the rules are off in this next episode. Um, the zoo guy, the boss at the zoo shows up wanting his birds. I do like the moment where the sister goes, hi, I like... She finds she goes, but you stole these birds. Like she finally figures out what's going on, and she looks at the boss from the zoo, and she's like, "I'm so and so. I'm an attorney. Um, I understand the seriousness of the situation. If you review the tapes, you will see I am not on them. Goodbye." And she's just like, <laughs> "Fuck, fuck you, idiots. Figure this shit out." I like that very much. Um, she has a moment with the bird lady in the woods, where the bird lady is saying how. There were these, there's these two birds, but he has the one bird has an X. It's so fucking heavy handed. The, yes. the one bird has an X, and they were always fighting. They weren't good for each other. But sh- there's this other bird. The, the 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 real bird that's standing in her way is herself. Bridget, Bridget. the bird was, that was found dead in the bottom of the cage, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. pecked to the death. death. <laughs> Hamfistiest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Hamfistiest. <laughs> uh, and basically, this is where the sister realizes that she has to go fight for the the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't said is that UPS guy is showing up at the girlfriend's house in the meantime with a button that he says, oh, I thought this was yours or whatever. And then they hook up. Before they opened his hand, I was like, it's going to be something real, real dumb. dumb. Yeah, yeah. I was like, please let this be a bobby pin. Or like- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then she literally was like, it's a button. Isn't that the button from your jacket? Did you cut that off your jacket? And like, yeah, it was the whole thing. But like also, I really hope he's done. Either like have them get back together and they leave or he just leaves and she stays around. But I, he brings nothing to this show. That yeah. character is just boring. Um, so, But she leaves to go do that. But when she goes outside, she realizes the bird's are fucking in her car. They've shown up. <laughs> they've gotten inside. And she's like, oh, how did they get in? It's like, oh, the window was open or whatever. But did this you catch is- that little line with Mahandra? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, when Mahandra, she's like, they're like, why would they do it in here? And she's like, that's the first place I ever did it. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciated that. For sure. Um, but the line that I felt was gross was when the bird lady sticks her head in and she smells and she goes, Oh, this there's a there's a very strong female musk in this car. And musk is just not a good word. Yeah, it is. And then uh, and like every, like this uh, Jay looks at the sister like, oh, you're getting this car all musky, are you? Like, because that's another thing of like, oh, strong far strong female musk. It's got to be some lesbian shit. It's just so <laughs> weird. Also, Jay says to the bird lady at one point, "You're the total Mac Daddy bird pimp." This <laughs> like, there's the writing in this episode is like it very was so clumsy. cringy. So Mahandra shows up at – there's just a montage, right? Mahandra shows up at Jay – at the boyfriend's – at the – I'm sorry, the brother's house. They hook – they get together. Then uh, the sister goes to the girlfriend's house and won't let the girlfriend get a word in edgewise because she, she keeps talking about how – she's like, I'm, you're my bird and I'm here to stake my claim and I don't – like a want to – I don't want to be the ro- – oh, so weird. She's like, I don't want to be the speed bump on your road back to heterosexuality. I want to be one of those spike strips they use in, uh, in uh, high-speed chases. I want to rip the rubber from your hubs. And she like, 
it, she at least I will give credit to the writing in one point where she goes, look, I understand there's a lot of metaphors going on here. <laughs> I think that I'm, there's a mining one involved too. I don't care. The point is, uh, you're taking my claim. You're mine. And then she just says, like, don't say any words. Just dominate me. Which is a weird flip when you're the one showing up to be like, I stake my claim, you're my lady, blah, 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 and then now you dominate me. It just seems like the opposite. Um, so they're together. But isn't the boyfriend st- or the w- husband still upstairs at that, that point? That didn't make any sense. Yeah. I was wondering about what was going to happen with that, and they just cut away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> – then bird lady and creepy zoo guy, they get together because she's like, he's like, there's more than one animal in the zoo. Uh, and I was like, oh, are you talking about yourself? But then, no, he isn't. I mean, he kind of is, but then he's just like literally takes her to go see the elephant and they have like a sweet moment with the elephant and whatever. It's fine. I, I don't care about those people. I love how like now she has all this love for the elephant before she was like, all I get to see is the ass end of this elephant. <laughs> it has a face? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, they then now Jay decides she has to go tell Eric how she feels, so she drives to the back to the bar. Uh, he hears like somebody come in a bar, turn on music. We're like, oh, it's Jay. He's she's gonna try to romance her. He comes downstairs. It's high. Well, Jay shows up. To, you see, you see they them try kissing. To fake us they out try to trick second. you. They try to trick you. And I, I was, I didn't. They had me. Oh, I knew they would have you. They didn't have me uh, because. Oh, okay. You see female hands on Eric's back, yeah. and I was like, Those Jay does not man. get manicure. <laughs> she had a French manicure, and I was yeah, like, no. There's no way she's going to get a solar. Gel. You have to have yeah. regular interaction with humans for that. Oh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> so I knew it wasn't Jay. Uh, reveal Heidi the wife is back. Jay walks in on the two of them kissing, credits. And I was like, oh, fine. I wrote it down nice. The wife's back. Hell yeah, I'm excited. That's good. And also the wife, uh, have you ever watched the show Firefly? I don't know if it's like sci-fi No, show. but that's one of those shows that I know people like. People love. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did it early on this show. I think it's actually the first show we ever did on this podcast. But mm-hmm. that being said, she's a main character from that show. So that was a very exciting moment for me. Oh. Um, which brings us into episode 10, Lying Pig. And... Who boy has a has a male character ever been more of a fucking simp? Simp? Please don't say simp. I just said it. Simp is for hoteps on the internet who call me a bed wench in the comments. <laughs> Do not say simp. Do not. Please look, uh, going, cuck. Whatever you want me to say. Okay, he's a, a chump, a, a sucker. Who boy? So if we don't remember, his wife. Sucked off the bellboy on their honey in the honeymoon suite on their honeymoon. That is why they broke up. I was waiting for an explanation for this for so long, and the one I got was <laughs> so fucking dumb. <laughs> like I was so glad I wasn't watching in my lip laptop because I would have flipped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's a moment in this episode where she gets mad and throws a TV out the window. Jay like set the there's an animal on the TV that tells her to do something she doesn't want to do, so she throws it out the window. I was like, I'm about to throw my goddamn TV out the window. <laughs> um, so we get a little. The, the episode starts right where the previous one left off, except slightly before it, right? It's mm-hmm. not right where they're kissing and Jay walks in. We get the setup to that. So Eric comes downstairs. He sees the tidy. They have this moment. And there was some – I'll give Eric – like at first I was like, okay, Eric is going to fucking stand his ground here a little bit. He says like uh, – there's a uh, – she's like, I know what I did was unforgivable, but still I'm here begging you to forgive me. And he's like, don't get on your knees. It won't help your case. <laughs> I was like, woo! All right, Eric. Stand up for yourself. Um 
And then we see the kiss, and it's almost not even a kiss, right? She leans in to kiss him. He's not really even responding, and Jay walks in. It's like two seconds. Yeah. So it, it really sets up that there hasn't, like, there wasn't this moment that they kind of led you to believe in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which is when, uh, so Jay's there. They have this little bit of an interaction, and uh, he leaves. Because he's still mad at both of them, which I'm fine with, because he's mad at Jay for breaking up with him, <laughs> and he's mad at her for sucking a bellboy's dick in a fucking honeymoon suite. And uh, he leaves, and he's like, you guys, you, you work it out or whatever the fuck he says. And at that point, the wife is like, oh, you better stay away from my man. You want to fight? I'll give you one, blah, blah, blah. And the uh, the big mouth Billy Bass tells him to fucking mend, mend what is broken. broken. Mend what is broken. And she doesn't, and she's like, no, you can't make me do that. It was interesting to see for the first time Jay flat out just saying no. Yeah, yeah, like she, yeah. And, and like, oh, that's because she's still selfish. Because sure. it's like anything else she was told to do, she's like, must be part of the universe, must right, be part of the big plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, this inconvenience is me? Yeah, yeah. Nope. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, she then throws the, her glass at the big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. Which shuts it up. But like, one, that doesn't make any sense because it's psychic talking, so I don't know why a glass hitting it would have anything to do with that. And secondly, she didn't even hit the fucking thing. I was just annoyed by the technicality of it. I'm also annoyed. There was also a moment where they pushed Eric a little too much. They made him a little too aggressive. She says, like, when they're when her, uh, he and Heidi are first talking, and she's like, yes, get mad, scream at me, throw things, break stuff, and he, like, smashes this glass on the ground. Yeah. I don't like that. And then he's like, you probably want to leave. Which is, like, very threatening. Like, that's not a good... He can be mad and be angry and say mean things without, like, physically intimidating and threatening violence. That's not a good trait to make in a character we're supposed to like. I guess they were going with, like, she told him to do it, so he did it. Oh, look how not fun it is when you actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, that's happening. Jay... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that's happening. And then we cut to um, Mahandra Mahandra and the brother. brother. I wrote the notes, good butt, bad pants. (laughs) Because when Mahandra gets up, first of all, her bra and panties match, which I'm not saying means that she like knew she was going to fuck, but it was it was an option. There was thoughts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that's there was some thoughts to that. For sure. Um, So (laughs) I just love when she stands up and you can see that she has on those like cheeky butt pants. I'm like, oh, cute butt. And then she gets wearing these like corduroy pants that match her skin tone. And I was like, oh, the 2000s were a mess. (laughs) I hated it so much. And oh, oh, what opens to that actually is Jay calling the brother because she needs help. And she calls his cell phone and Mahandra picks up, which is like, that is not some one night stand behavior. How dare you pick up a phone that's not yours? Yours. Well, I think. I think the idea was she didn't realize, like, what they're trying to get across is she thought it was her phone okay. when she answered it because, like, she's not used to waking up next to somebody else. So she's just like, oh, my phone's ringing. I'll answer. She's like, well, she, she answered it out of, like, a dead sleep. Yeah. But I do like they handled that well where Jay's just like, oh, I must have misdialed. I'm sorry. And hangs up. Like, they don't need to, like, they don't have to deal with that right now. There's other, they, like, we can come back to that. I have a feeling Jay's going to look at her phone and realize she called her brother twice and put two and two together. Because then she calls her brother yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. picks up, and the brother well, answers. Well, there's a couple moments like that. Yeah, the brother answers. And then there's another moment at, later where she he goes to the trailer park, uh, but Mahandra had dropped him off because his car was in the shop. And then when he goes to leave, he goes, oh, wait, I didn't drive. Can you give me, can I borrow your car? And I think that's also another, like, yeah. lay, laying the groundwork for her to figure out that something's going on between them. Um, but she, so that happens, and this is where uh, Mahandra's like, "Oh, you know, 
this can never happen again. You're like my brother. They're really fucking nailing that down. Um, but they go to – there's a noise. Someone's home and it's the parents have come back from a trip. Mm-hmm. And the mom is like, ah, yeah. The father's like, oh, what would you think as a medical conference? She's like, yeah, you played poker all night and I was, lost, I was sitting in my hotel room in a teddy by myself. <laughs> and he's like, oh, there was a teddy or whatever, which I thought was fun. But also what happens is they're like, oh, shit, our parent, the parents are going to know. Mm-hmm. So she leaves. He comes out right behind them. And the parents are like, oh, hey, Mahandra, hey, uh, whatever the brother's name is. But they don't, the dad has a moment where he, like, looks back and then looks back. And I was like, oh, what I would like is for them to both have re- – like, I don't want the parents to just be like, oh, it's fine. Uh, Mahandra slept over. That can't possibly be – they fucked because that doesn't make any sense. They're adults, right? Yeah, so, and also like, Jay's not there. Exactly. <laughs> so what I – but they also don't react. So what I think – what I would like that to turn into is that they go, oh, yeah, of course we know you fucked, but we don't care. Because like, yeah. <laughs> they, the parents seem to have, like be those kind of parents. Um, we go back to the bar. Eric is chopping lemons with a meat cleaver. <laughs> I was like, someone has never worked service industry in their life. You know, that is the wrong knife for that fucking task. Um, but what what I do like here is that Jay – comes 100% clean to the brother, mm-hmm. right? He she tells him to come over to the cuz she needs him. She's having a crisis and when he gets she gets there, he tells she spills the guts about the inanimate objects. Tells him everything. It's been happening for 2 months. It had started when I passed out of the job. Uh she says, "What about this?" I laughed at what point he picks up this salt shaker and it's just like a salt shaker and he goes, "Well, what about this? Is this the one that told you that is talking to you?" And she's like, "No, it's a salt shaker, stupid." <laughs> Which is such so funny that she she assumes he knows the rules. Yeah, and she tries to explain it like she goes, it has, has to have face, face. Yeah, and yeah. I think it has to be an animal. Right. I was wondering because I keep waiting for the statue to talk to her and it hasn't. Right, the the statue in the park. Yeah, yeah I don't the know why I'm just Well, it makes on sense that. because yeah. they they set it up in the first episode, right? Yes. But yeah, for sure. I, I know it's the only thing that makes sense. Uh, but then he has this bright idea, which I don't know why no one's thought of it yet. He go, he says, so it has to be an animal with a face. And then he looks around and, like, her whole entire trailer is just filled with these things that she has taken. She's taking, stealing she taking thing, right? To her. And she's like, well, you're just surrounded by things with faces. So let's get rid of those things. Like, if, you're, if things with faces keep talking to you, let's get rid of the things with the faces. Yeah, of course. That makes perfect sense. Uh, so he bags up all the stuff and he's going to get rid of it. And then he's like, make a list of all the other things that have – talk to you and it's like your dad's flamingos the fish at the bar blah 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 she's like you wait here I'm gonna go get rid of all the other stuff she's watching TV there's a commercial for Jamaican bacon but it's <laughs> J-A-M-A-K-I-N like Jamaican like Jamaican I don't know why it just, I missed that fun. it made me laugh it's stupid but it made me laugh and the artwork like a, was the exact same as everything else we've looked at 100% but it's a the, the pig is like slightly like got like a Rasta hat or whatever yeah and uh, the pig tell, like the pig tells her to like I don't even remember what the pig tells her to do at that point, but it's like, oh, mend what is broken. The pig says it again, mend what is broken. So she gets mad, throws the TV out the window, and it hits the wife's the wife in the head because the wife has been coming to the trailer park to find her because, as in everything, people can just fucking find wherever Jay lives <laughs> uh, immediately. Without so, any research. I don't think she even knew her last name. She certainly didn't. There's no reason for her to know she lives in a trailer park. Jake None would be of it. short for Jessica. You have no idea. Wow. Okay. Any number of reasons why she shouldn't be able to find her house that quickly. <laughs> um, they don't even give us a fucking, like, the decency of her going, I asked around at the bar. You know what I mean? Like, you can write how she got there in one line. They just don't do it. But it knocks her out. 
They go to the hospital. She wakes up and she's like, "Oh, I have." I've, I'm, I'm on my honeymoon. That's great. Let's get back to the honeymoon suite or whatever because uh, she has amnesia and she doesn't remember the last two months. Also, the TV hit her in the stomach, but somehow she had amnesia. I, I was mad. None of it makes sense. More to the point, as soon as I wrote, I, I wrote amnesia. And then the next line I wrote is, also, I promise you she is pretending to have amnesia. <laughs> Uh, and that's exactly what happened. Um, but also, there is a moment where she, I do like Mahandra standing up for Jay and or for more for Eric at the bar when Heidi shows up the next day, and she's like, <laughs> Heidi tells her like, "Look, I got our hotel suite back. We can just go back and have our honeymoon just like we planned." And she, he's like, "You want me to go back to that room where I walked in on you sucking that guy's dick at the same hotel?" And Mahandra's like, "Oh, didn't think that one through, did you?" <laughs> uh, I, I like that. I like the genuine friendship that's built up between Eric and Mahandra. Yeah, I for do. sure. Because also it makes sense, right? That you know they work together. They're around each other all the time. So for them to have that relationship, it's grounded in reality. Whereas Jay, uh, whereas Mahandra and the brother, yeah. that, they just made that up out of thin air. They really did. Just to, I think they just wanted to see everybody fucking. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah, yeah, in the yeah, show yeah. should be really in a relationship with somebody. Absolutely. Um, there's a... But there's a... So... At one point, uh, something in the hospital, oh, uh, it's a snake on Eric's shirt, tells her to spit out her gum, mm-hmm. which gets stuck to her mom's heel. The mom shows up with the father, because the father works there. Gets stuck to her heel. She drops her stuff while she's working on it, and the doctor who has been taking care of the amnesia girl help, bends over to help pick up her stuff, and she's like, oh, it turns out to be, I'm a huge fan of your books. The handsome Irish man. Handsome Irish man, which, by the way, when we first meet him and he's just tending to the woman in the bed, the Heidi. Heidi, did he have an accent at all? He, I didn't notice it. The, the it was not is. very strong, but she alludes to it by going, am I in Ireland? Oh, she does say, are we in Europe? That's true. That's true. Fun fact. Um, when I got really, really sick when I was in high school, I like I got really sick and was hospitalized. And when I woke up, an Indian doctor asked me where I was. And I literally said, I don't know, the Taj Mahal. And <laughs> I wow! I know, I know. I don't know where the fuck that's I got that hilarious. From. At sixteen, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just that I chair that little. I wonder if that happens to foreign doctors I, all over. I, the I would I kind of imagine. Also, you're coming out of like fucking amnesia, not amnesia, or like anesthesia or something. Yeah. And your brain's not working. I kind of get I that. I had surgery. And I was like, that's so. Excuse me, I'm so racist when I'm tired. <laughs> uh. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> so so they're in the hospital. He is like, the doctor tells her to stay, tells Heidi, you got to stay. But uh, Jay is, uh, something tells, the snake on his shirt, I guess, tells Jay to like take, a, like break her, get her out of the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she, Jay's like, no, you got to take her back to the hotel or whatever. You can't leave her here. And at one point he she she says to him like, you can't just leave her in this hospital alone. You're you're not the, you're not that guy. Yeah. Um, which comes into play later. Mm-hmm. Yes, that doctor's very shitty because he keep like he says at one point you're the husband and he doesn't really respond. But yes, he is the husband. But then Jay is just making decisions. Yeah. Like he says, if you have amnesia, then that's brain damage, and we need to do scans. Yeah. yeah but yeah, then yeah. still lets her leave. That makes no sense. But he, and then he even says, like, you'll have to sign a waiver or whatever that says you left, uh, you know, against doctor's orders. And Jay goes, oh, we, we will. 
Bitch, you don't get you don't have power of attorney. The fuck are you talking about? We will. And Heidi just being okay with Jay being there, that's what would alluded to it being yeah, a thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Why? Why are you not mad? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um they go back to the hotel. Eric Lee, he's like, You two are best friends, you work it out or whatever. He's he's still pissed at Jay, um, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. She there's a moment where the uh Heidi comes out of the <laughs> The uh, bathroom or whatever, and she's supposed to be, like, sexied up, and she's like, how about this for room service? But she's just wearing, like, a kind of short robe. Like, that's it? And I was like, eh. It's Teddy under it. It comes to the set. Okay. <laughs> well, it just, to me, I was like, you just took that off the back of that bathroom door. I'm not even impressed. <laughs> um, there's also another weird, like, an old lady flirty moment. So... There's some. There's a little bit of tension the white uh, between the parents, right? The mom is feeling uh, neglected. neglected. Yes, the mom's feeling a little ignored. So this doctor, this Irish doctor, asks her to dinner, and the dad's like, "Oh yeah, you should go to dinner. Whatever. He doesn't, he doesn't know anybody in town. It'll be nice. He's a fan." And the sister's like, "What the? You can't. What? You can't tell your wife to go on a date. Like that's insane." And I was getting a little nervous. I was like, "If they try to break up these parents, I'm going to be very upset." Yeah. Because like they're good. Like that's a good relationship. Um. So she comes downstairs. Like she comes downstairs, ready for the date. Like, well, I did laugh. The he the father's sitting on the couch with his like comically large bowl of popcorn <laughs> and, the, and like a mug of beer, and he's just like, ah, TV. I'm a man. The sister comes downstairs, like, what are you doing? She's getting ready to go on a date, and he's like, oh, we have a strong marriage. It's fine. And the mom comes down in like the slinky black dress, and she's like done up. And she goes, I thought you were going to get me a safety pin to the sister. And she goes, well, I guess this bra strap's just going to have to show. <laughs> and I was like, that is the old ladyest flirting thing I have ever heard. But it, immediately the dad's like, go get that safety pin. Like, he freaks out. <laughs> that just really made me laugh. Oh, I, lo- uh, I love old lady. I love old lady dress codes. I was at a banquet once and there was an elderly woman across from me. And she goes, honey, your bra is showing. I was like, no, it's part of the dress. And she was like. Oh my! <laughs> like the discomfort on her face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, uh, so Eric is uh, J- uh, Eric Mahandra have a moment where he basically says, "Like I love her, but I can't. Like she needs to say something to me. It doesn't have to be I love you, but she has to say something to me first that I know I'm not in this by myself. She has to acknowledge that there's something here and acknowledge this where she tried to break up with me. She ha- we have to talk about this before I can say anything. Um. They're back at the hotel. The bellhop who she sucked off. I keep saying that. So gross looking. He's very gross looking, but I do like that he just showed up because he's like, oh, she's back. Let me go (laughs) knock on that door real quick. Uh, um, And that. (laughs) Blowjob lady's back. Blowjob lady's back. (laughs) I'll fucking carry those bags. So he shows up. And it, that's the giveaway for Jay that realized that she – because she – there's a clear moment of, oh, shit, it's him. She goes, oh, you remember. You're faking the amnesia the whole time. And uh, she goes to go to leave to tell – like, I, I'm going to go tell Eric. And uh, Heidi grabs her arm and she's like, you better get your – you're going to want to take your hand off me. She like balls up her fist and then cut to they've had a giant fight. The hotel room is trashed. I did <laughs> like that moment where she goes, all right, stop. Heidi's about to throw this lamp at her everything's fucked up and she goes you do realize all this is going on your credit card right (laughs) and then she very slowly puts the lamp back down on the table that made me laugh Um, but I'm so furious in this moment where I'm like just fucking tell Eric like she runs away to go she's like I'm gonna go tell Eric that you're cheating or whatever but then she shows up and she doesn't she like just stammers and stammers and whatever and this whole episode is 
all of this would be like non a non issue if you just had a five minute honest adult conversation with each other. That's true. That's it. That's yeah. all it would take is a fi- if you just sat down and said, "Look, I was scared. I ran away. I don't run on one away. I like you. Let's do this." Also, we're missing one little. Did, did we already while they were in the hotel room? She admitted her reasoning. Woo, this is where it comes. This made me so furious. Yes. I I couldn't. So she's like, I made Eric wait. We never did anything. I just hadn't done it before, and I felt like I needed to practice. Her the, her reasoning for blowing the bellhop is that she wanted to practice sucking dick for her husband because I guess she, she goes, I'd never done it before. I had practiced on vegetables. I promise you, honey, it's not that complicated of a concept. It's very easy if you understand. <laughs> if you understand sex at all, it's just that. It's just a, a back and forth. It's very simple. Um, I'm not saying there's not technique involved. Respect, ladies, you do beautiful work. <laughs> but also, what's crazy to me about that scene is we're meant to believe her. Right? Yeah. We're not meant to, it, it doesn't come across as like she's making up that excuse because she doesn't have a good excuse for why she cheated on her husband on their fucking honeymoon. So this is the best excuse I could think of to make it altruistic. It, right? And we're supposed that to would make sense. Sympathy. Right? That would make sense to me if it was like she was saying this as an obvious lie, but it's the, uh, the only way she's been able to justify it to herself. No, they write it in like this woman actually thought it would be a good idea to practice sucking a stranger's dick. It, that's an, that's insane. That's an insane thought process. I, I do not understand it. Like it it was just so poorly written. I then yeah, yeah, yeah. was like, I guess this is ri- again written by men because it's like oh, that's not yeah. how anyone thinks. Oh yeah, thinks. yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, that's a man, a man with very little experience with women thought like that who had this fantasy in his head of my woman's going to want to suck my dick the best so much so <laughs> that she'll suck strange dick just to make sure <laughs> she's sucking my dick good. That's an insane thought. Oh, that made no... And to be... Oh, God. I was so mad. And then all this does is make Eric's ultimate decision that much more punk-ass. Yeah, it really does. So, they all end up at the barrel, of course, because this show has three sets. This is true. Uh, The mom is on the date with the Irish doctor there. Mm -hmm. The father and the sister have shown up to spy on them, like through their menus. Like, like it's like Scooby Doo villains. Like, it's so genuinely actually made me laugh. Like, I actually like that moment. Um, The the guy is clearly just hitting on her. Right at one point, he said the doctor says to her, like, "If you were my man, like, I don't know why you're traveling by yourself so much." If if you were mine, I'd never let you out of my sight. Which is wild because he 100% knows they're married. Oh, yeah. He, he works with her husband. I mean, he this guy. He picked her up at the date from their house yeah. when the husband was there. It like, was real bold. It's very bold. Um, but what I liked is I wrote down here like, oh, you have to fight the Irish guy. Like, there's a, like I wrote down the father has to fight the Irish guy. And yeah. then the father stands up immediately and was like, whoa, none of this shit, right? And mm-hmm. he's like, you get the hell out of here. And the... the uh, the Irish doctor, who's bigger than the dad too, by the way, it's like a tall, big guy, is like puts. He says like, you know, there's no need for all this ugliness. I think it'd be better if you just left. If you left, that's his wife. And he takes, he, he like grabs him by the arm, and then the dad says, "I think you're gonna want to take your hand off me," and balls up the fist. And I yeah. was like, I love that moment. I love that that 
that that temper and that fight it just runs in the family. She gets it from him. I like that very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fucking texts the guy. It's perfect. I like that. I, I genuinely enjoyed that. <laughs> I like how they each are like, I'm going to warn, I'm going to give you a second to not catch this ass woman. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you this minute. If you leave, you're not going to catch these hands. <laughs> um, now, Mahandra, the whole episode, is freaking out because she has had sex with a man she considers to be her brother. And she keeps mentioning it in random conversations that have nothing to do she with it. She keeps accidentally saying it. Like, at one point, while uh, Heidi and Eric are yelling or having, like, an argument, she's like, you cheated on him? And, like, whatever. So, what? Like, no, he, she says, like, because Heidi tries to compare mm-hmm. uh, Eric hooking up with Jay to what she to what Heidi did. And she goes, you're out of your mind. He's like, Eric made a friend. You slept with your brother. And she goes, because at a hotel, they make you feel like, like family? family? Like, it was such a, like, try to cover up that moment. It was funny. But she does that repeatedly throughout the episode. She's having this crisis of conscience of, should I sleep with him because he's such a brother to me, which they have not established. <laughs> but I do laugh with, this may be the worst line in the, we've now watched 10 episodes of the show. This might be the worst line that's happened in any of them. Really? Just like, let me, let me see what you mean. Which one? So the brother shows up. Mahandra takes him into the back room. And she's like, you can't. I told you not to come here. We can't do this again. Um, you're like a brother. And he says, oh, so I make love like a black man. Oh, I miss. How did I miss? Oh, uh, uh, you're getting my real life reaction. It, oh. it was <laughs> so gross. Like, it just flat out really bothered me. Um, oh, the fetishization on this show. They just, like, they, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, 100% yeah. written by white, white straight dude. men. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, like, what you can see the rest of the world is. Mahandra's black first. So right, we're going like, right, to right. squeeze as many black jokes as we can in and around her. Because we have the excuse. Like, we can make these jokes because we have a black person that can say them. It's so shitty. Um, oh, so they have that fight. So there's a fight. He's, Eric's like, that's what I want. I want something worth fighting for. And Heidi said, because Heidi has shown up at this point as well. She confesses to having faked the amnesia. So just so we're on the same page, Heidi has now cheated on him on their honeymoon with a stranger and now has admitted to pretending to have amnesia to try to win him back. Pretty clear psycho behavior. I don't think the shit about the practice blowjobs was true. I mean, why would she tell the truth to, her, to Jay anyways? I think what it was, she was consistently and always cheating on Eric. Okay. And here's the thing. That'll buy. This is some shitty shit that women are taught. Mm. Like, the guys that you sleep with and the guys that you marry are different people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if you want someone to be serious with you, you don't sleep with them. Right, right. So she might just be like a full-on nympho, but like she's just so accustomed to not having sex with her husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, or her boyfriend or the person she's serious with that right. she sucks off a bellboy. And his dumb ass didn't notice the whole relationship. I'll buy it. They they have not established that at all in the show, but I'll buy it. It's it my a per- theory. It's a perfectly reasonable theory. Because that makes more sense. It makes sense. more sense than what they said She did her argument. I agree. My only issue is they they don't – it is not written nor delivered in a, such a way that I'm not meant to believe it. I know. That's my only issue. But she's just a pathological liar, so agree. I don't I agree. That. I agree with that. So she says, well, fight for me. Marry me again. And he says, okay. And it, it, we're supposed to believe in that moment it's this game of chicken with him and Jay. And whereas if he's like, come on, I'm going to marry her if you don't fucking say something to stop me. Um, and they leave to go to the chapel. 
Mahandra shows up. It's like, what do you mean she left? Because well, Mahandra is done fucking Jay, uh, the brother in the back. Because by the way, they fuck again. And uh, <laughs> comes like, what do you mean you just let him leave? Well, I'm gonna go stop him. Like, because she admits like I love him. And Mahandra's like, wait a minute, you love him? You have to tell him. I should have wrote Mahandra no because like, <laughs> like after he goes, I fuck like a black guy. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. no. <laughs> uh, so they both chase off after them. She leaves first. She takes uh, uh, Mahandra leaves first. Takes Jay's car. She's going to go stop and, and go stop this marriage. Then she, uh, Jay finally realizes she has to go tell him she can't let this stand. So she takes a cab and she goes. Mm-hmm. Now there's a weird moment where a toy rolls under the brake pedal of the car that Mahandra's driving, and she drives off a of side of the road, a cliff, a fence, something, whatever, and then we don't see her again. Yeah. <laughs> that's real weird. I hope that's not the end of Mahandra. Oh, it that, better not be. That better not be how they write her off this show, that we just never, she drives off the side of the road and we never see her again. I'm assuming this is like the way, I think because they have three sets and the hospital, they got to keep using it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Mahandra's going to end up in the hospital, brother's going to freak out, and then we're going to be like, and why are you why so are you, concerned? That's exactly my thoughts. Yeah. Jay ends up at the chapel, she shows up, and Eric... Just tells her, like, you were right. I made vows, and they mean something to me, and I'm not that guy. So I am going to marry her again. At which point, take your penis and testicles, you remove them, and throw them in a lake. (laughs) Because... You are not a man. I'm sorry. You, I cannot respect you as a human being when you have so little respect for yourself. This woman has made... No effort to be better, right? No, not all really. she is not not real, measurable, like betterment. This is some go to counseling shit. This is not getting married at another little chapel. Certainly not. I mean, you may first off, my head. You you just never talk to that woman again. You made a divorce. She cheated on you on your honeymoon. I'll There's th- no coming back. From they never actually got divorced. So then right. remarried no, was doesn't dumb. make any sense. They're actually still just married. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, to me, that is an unforget like cheating on you on your honeymoon. That's it. Your relationship is done. We're not getting back together. It's not like they were married for years and she cheated and then well, we'll work through it. Th- that's insane to me. You don't do that. Also, she showed up and pretended to have fucking amnesia. She's clearly a psycho. Like you don't get back together with this woman. I would have enjoyed it better if he had just been like, he came to the realization that I'm not, that I, neither of you are right. I certainly can't be with Heidi because she's a fucking psycho ho. By the way, it takes until like the minute 45 point for uh, Bahadur to call her Heidi ho. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a little disappointed nobody caught on to that earlier, but good work. I like when they like they were uh, Jay versus Heidi were like, well, you're the ho because you were sleeping with a married man. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like, um. Let's- right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so she then, he basically says, I'm going to marry her again because – I married her once, and and then he says, "Look, I can like he's like knows anything different? I can breathe because he's been passing out every time he walks past the chapel, but he's over that now, and he's taking that as a sign." And Jay just goes, "Okay," and sits down to watch their wedding, which is fucking insane to me. Did something? Okay, one of the animals or something said something to her to make her not go. Just say what she needs to say. Right. She, well, it says at one point it says shut it. Like literally, just tells her to shut it. Yes. Um, when she's gonna, when she's first gonna tell Eric about the fake amnesia thing, but like that, his character's ruined for me because he's just a spineless nothing. Um, Jay, like, 
fine, I guess. Like, I feel bad for you. You've lost someone you clearly care about. However, you have lost them due to your own inability to just be honest for five seconds. Yeah. I, I'm i worried about two things. Uh-huh. I think they're either going to, like, smush them together really fast in a poorly written way mm-hmm. when we finish this. Yeah. Or they're going to end it on a cliffhanger. And I know this shit got canceled seven yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think they're rebooting it. We're not getting the <laughs> we're not getting the, the the reunion series. I would I would love when we're like like people are like listening. You know you know what Chris and Jasmine made this sound so good. We should <laughs> yeah. and then it gets brought back. Maybe you never know. The world's a weird place. Um, <laughs> so we're uh, just for everybody knows the next. There's only three episodes left, so we're going to do all three of them in one episode. So watch the uh, eleven, twelve, and thirteen to be caught up. Uh, anything you want to plug? This will be out Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this Saturday, I'm going to be performing at Contrast Fest um, at the Women's Federation uh, Museum, I believe is what it's called, mm. um, which is really cool. And then for my Dallas friends, Dallas listeners, I'm going to be performing and headlining at the Dallas Comedy Cl- uh, Comedy House, which is one of the places I started, so it's that's a awesome. lot of fun. Yeah, that's great. I love that place. Um, I am on Punch on the, not this, not to, well, we're recording on Tuesday, but a week from it's Tuesday the 24th. I'll be on Punch at Cap City, so come out to that. That's super fun. Dope. Uh, something else. Oh, I can't announce that yet, but that's fine. And then uh, it's not that exciting, but it's Life cool. cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you like the show, rate, review, subscribe. Five stars, please. It really helps us out. The Patreon is up and going. Our first Patreon exclusive episode is out. Uh, we will be doing another one this coming week, so there will be two a month as always on that. So please support. It helps us a lot. Uh, tell your friends, and we'll see you next week.